welcome to a Wholesome Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy O'Neill, and I'm so happy and grateful you're here. I'm so passionate about inspiring women, moms in particular, to make themselves a priority and start looking after themselves physically, mentally, and emotionally. On this podcast, I will be interviewing some amazing people who have overcome and helped others overcome common struggles by using a variety of holistic health approaches and practices. I'll be having heart-to-heart conversations to inspire you to take control of your physical, emotional, and mental well-being. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. Let's get healthy together. Welcome to another episode of a Wholesome Life podcast. I'm your host, Tracy O'Neill, and today I get to speak to another amazing guest, Kristen Vogt. She is a heart-centered self-care advocate, certified personal trainer, and nutrition coach with Ascendant Fitness. She is an avid fitness enthusiast, lover of personal development, going deep and finding what motivates you to live your healthiest life. Kristen believes we are all connected and one in the same. We are all mirrors to each other's pain and happiness, teachers to each other. She loves being able to bring all that she is to her interactions with her clients. With over 10 years of experience in the fitness industry, she has learned clients want more than just a thin body. They want to be able to keep up with their children, enjoy activities with their spouse, feel empowered, strong, invincible, accomplished, and full of love for themselves. So many can't look at themselves in the mirror. Kristen hopes to be one more tool in their toolbox to create a more loving outlook on their self-image and ultimately their life. Ascendant Fitness supports women of all ages on their quest for physical and emotional wellness. This also includes the world of hormones. Kristen believes perimenopause and menopause don't have to be negative experiences, and with the right combination of positivity, self-reflection, exercise, and healthy eating, women have the ability to find the combination that works for them. Hey, Kristen, thank you so much for being here with me today. Hi, how are you? I'm good. So let's start off with you introducing yourself. Tell us about who you are and what you do. Sure. I am a personal trainer and nutrition coach. Uh, I've started my own company called Ascendant Fitness. So I have a home-based personal training studio um, that I've been running for about four years from home now, I'd say, Uh, but then trained out of other facilities prior to that before I made the big leap to to, uh, move home. So what inspired you or led you to the path of becoming a heart-centered personal personal trainer and you're also a nutrition coach yes yes okay so what led you to that path it really was all about my son actually he um was born I took my mat leave went back to work for two years which was not in the fitness industry at the time I was a pharmaceutical sales rep and when I went back I realized I needed to be home with him and was looking to see what that would look like. I knew I still wanted to make some income. I still wanted to have something for myself, but I didn't know what that would 
what that would look like. And then I was approached by an instructor at the Y where I worked out and she said, come take our course, become certified and sub for me all summer when I go home for the summer. And I looked at her like she had five heads and I said, there's no way I am going to stand up in front of anybody and teach anything. <laughs> um, and as it usually happens with me, when it's something that I push back against, I know that it's probably something that is uh, on the horizon for myself. And sure enough, it just didn't leave my head. It, for a couple of weeks, it was just there, there, there. And finally, I just, I sat down and I addressed it and I paid attention and I thought, yep, this is what I need to do. So I got certified as a group fitness instructor, um, worked at the YMCA for a while first, and then started a boot camp in my community that I ran for seven or eight years. And then that allowed me to quit my job and still have something for myself, still bring in some money and then stay home with my son. So have you always, always been into health and wellness or fitness? Like your oh, whole life? Yeah. Yeah. Always. I was fortunate to have a mother who was very much interested in um, holistic living. You know, back when I grew up in Calgary and back in the seventies, there were, where they were not the options that we have now. So she'd source them out and she found, you know, this tiny little health food store called community foods that I think is still around uh, to find uh, the natural peanut butter and the whole wheat bread mm. and the whole wheat pasta that our regular grocery stores just didn't sell at the time. Um, and then she always, she lifted weights and she ran for many, many years. So I, I really attribute uh, my love for that as watching her and, and try to emulate the same. Yeah. And it's nice when you have that role model parents, right. And it's nice to be able to carry that on to your own kids too. And I'm trying to do the same with my kids and be that positive role model to really look after yourself and all aspects. And yeah, it, it has such a ripple effect. So, and especially now with the time that we're going through in the world, it's been a, a stressful one for all of us. It's been probably one of the hardest years and now more than ever, it's probably more important to, you know, look after ourselves and make ourselves a priority with what's going on. It's super important mentally, physically, emotionally. It's, you know, Absolutely. super important. All of the things. Um, I know for myself, if I'm feeling a lot of anxiety or a lot of stress, the number one thing that helps me feel better every single time is movement. And it doesn't need to be even a, like a massively hard workout, depends on my energy level, but every single time it, it moves it through me and it gets it out. And so I think, what if I didn't do that? It would be day after day of it building on, on each day. I don't know what I would feel like. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. With I can totally re relate to that. I, I suffer from anxiety, but I, I manage it really well now. And like, like you said, you know, if you're feeling anxious or whatever it is, and you know, we're cooped up in the house now with, you know, the lockdowns and it's just, to be able to move your body and get that energy moving, it just makes such a huge um, impact. It makes such a huge difference as well. So I encourage everybody to do that. Yeah. yeah. So how do you help women? Because I know moms and women, we feel guilty for making ourselves a priority. We feel guilty for looking after ourselves and, you know, <laughs> filling our cup first. So how do you help moms get out of that kind of mom guilt or guilt of making ourselves a priority? Well, I try to make the workouts when they finally do make the plunge to come and, and see me. I do try to make the workouts with what they like to do in mind. So 
that doesn't mean the whole workout is going to be what they want because ultimately I'm the one that's going to determine what they need Mm -hmm. to do. But um, if they enjoy it and feel good after it, I think, and my hope is that that feeling will continue on so that it spurs them on to the next workout and the next workout, Um, or even just moving, uh, understanding they can walk out their door and move their body as well. Um, But the other part of it I've really learned is that um, I can't make anybody do anything. So yes, they make the first steps and they come to me, but it really, that's one hour out of a whole week of hours. And they have to find that intrinsic want deep inside of them to continue on. And I can, you know, send the text reminders and ask, you know, did you get your workouts in this week? What can I help you with? But that's... And that's good and you've got somebody to be accountable with but you still have to find that thing in you that that makes you want to continue for yourself i'm just one tool in the toolbox i try to be a positive you know positive um tool but um ultimately yeah you have to find that intrinsic want i think it's different for everybody too we're all we're all different and Mm -hmm. different things motivate us or drive us to yeah and it's not, uh, most of my clientele, there are the 40 plus women mm-hmm. and majority are either never exercised or getting back into it because they have put themselves at the bottom of the list. And so it's hard, it's hard for them to conceptualize a world where they matter too and that they should actually be at the top of the list mm-hmm. because if they're feeling good, then everybody else feels good. And I know that for my house, if mama is, is off, everybody is off. Yeah, so, absolutely. But it's hard. And I do recognize that. I, I, def, I definitely yeah. do. I think once you get into the habit too, because when I first started exercising, I had a hard time too. But I think once you feel the benefits and you feel good, and then like you said, it has a ripple effect on your family, on your kids, on your husband, and then everybody, you know, when I'm in a good mood and feeling good, then my kids are behaving, right? And I'm sure the same for you when And so I think it just, you start to realize how much of an impact it has on the whole home, right? Yes, absolutely. And I even, it reminds me of times when my son was just bursting with energy and we tell him to go run the cul-de-sac and we get out there and run it five times because if he did that and he got his energy out, then that impacted all the rest of us too. So we all definitely uh, ripple off on each other. Yeah, it's important that we all get our energy out. I have a very active, very active son too. And if he doesn't get his energy out, we're in big trouble. So it's important that he gets moving, get outside. I understand. Absolutely. So (laughs) what are some of the benefits that your clients maybe tell you once they start in a good routine of self-care and exercise? What are some of the things that they start to notice, improve or change? Uh, For sure, more energy. Um, more positive uh, thoughts about themselves um they just overall their their overall well-being seems to to lift and i mean that is ultimately we we should feel good Mm -hmm. and moving in any whatever that looks like because everybody you know likes different things um they all notice a difference it's just that little um that, that next little thing to keep it to keep it going to to make it a habit that's the hard part it's not that they don't see what the benefits are they absolutely yeah. do and I think like you said it has to 
be something that they enjoy doing, right? What it, whether it's going outside for a walk or a run or if, if you're not enjoying it, then you're probably not going to want to keep doing it. So I feel like it's got to be something that they're enjoying. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I always tell um, anybody that I'm working with, my, my number one um, thought about women and exercise is we must do resistance training. So if they love cardio, I won't take that away from them great but you have to do resistance training it's just really a non-negotiable um especially as we age mm -hmm. so cardio in the absence of weight training is not a, a great scenario combined absolutely and so i mean not a lot of women uh understand that um and so I just educate on why we need to do resistance training, especially as you head into perimenopause and menopause. It's, um, we lose a lot of muscle and we have to find a way to counter it. And then you add in fluctuating hormones and mm. all the, the stress and havoc that that can create. Yeah. So, just, we, yeah. so I, I find a way uh, to encourage them to resistance train in a way they like. And that does, I think, I think some women think it has to be this, these heavy, crazy weights and it does not. We can, I use tubing and bands mm. and body weight that can all achieve um, strength. Absolutely. You know, just have to know what you're doing, that's all. Yeah, and I sometimes body weight can, you can build the most, like in my experience anyways, I do a lot of body weight exercises and, the amount of like tone I get in my arms just from like holding myself in plank or doing, you know, it's crazy. You don't need to use he crazy heavy weights to build muscle. No, you that really can... don't. You really don't. So yeah. you also deal, you said you deal or help women with their hormone changes or imbalances. How, how do you help them through that? Well, it's a lot of education about um, what you need to do in terms of, of exercise and nutrition. If you can go into perimenopause and menopause with a really good foundation of fitness and strength and muscle, it's going to serve you so much better than if you go into it and you don't have that base. And I can speak to that um, myself. I did have a base and I still had a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. um, but I often thought, what would, the, what would I have had to face had I not had the base going into it? So um, we talk about exercise and what that looks like and resistance training and nutrition. That's a huge part. Um, protein. So many women don't eat enough protein. And I've fallen into that as well. I don't, uh, I don't fall into that trap anymore. I make sure I eat a fair amount of protein. That is what really serves my body. But um, nutrition is big, being consistent mm -hmm. with meals. Uh, timing with meals, eating, eating your meals, getting, you know, sufficient fuel, um, not being afraid of carbohydrates. There's no need to be afraid of that. And I went through a phase where I ate low carb because I thought that was the way I'd watched all the things. And um, once I started to eat them again, it was drastic how much energy I had after I when I introduced them back in. Uh, I just saw it before I had no energy because I was menopausal, like, you know, all the things, life, yeah. and I started to eat carbs again. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> wow, there we go. Yeah, it's just about now, the quality of carbs, right? Totally, quality and quantity. I don't, I can't, 
and I wouldn't eat the same quantity that I ate when I was younger. My body doesn't uh, process it the same. Um, and I play around with it depending on what I'm doing for my workout that day. But I definitely do not eat what would be considered uh, low carb. That's, that's just not what worked for me. And I'm sure there's other people out there and they, they swear it works for them. And that's great. I have people in my life that, that choose that way of living uh, and eating and, you know, it's um, personal preference, but just from my experience with myself and my clients, they need some, they need a portion of them for sure. Yeah. I feel like it's really about balance. I live a lifestyle like that where you have to just, you have to live in balance and don't restrict yourself. Right. Otherwise you're not going to want to, you don't want to, you want it to make, be a lifestyle. You don't want it to be a diet. Right. Yes. Exactly. Be no, no, diet, no diet. One of the, I teach group fitness to a, uh, a group of seniors out of a rec center. And I overheard one of them speaking about um, needing to, to clean up her eating, but uh, not wanting to hire anyone to help her because they're going to take away my wine. <laughs> And uh, I, I just listened, I was eavesdropping mm -hmm. and I thought, well, that's unfortunate that you think that. And I suppose there, there probably are nutrition coaches out there that do that, but I don't. No. Like you said, there has to be a balance. And if you want your wine, yeah, I'm going to let you have your wine. We might figure out where you're going to have it. Um, you know, having it at nine o'clock at night, then you go to bed at 930 and you expect to have a good night's sleep. That's probably not the best place. But having a glass at six o'clock so that your body has time to assimilate and process it before you go to sleep. Yep. That would, right. that's fine. So, um, yeah, we need to be able to have the things that we like. We, yeah. we do. Within reason. You just have to be reasonable. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard for people to understand reasonable too. And then that's where I come in to, to talk about what that looks like. You know, I have one friend, she has these little lint dark chocolate balls in the, her bedside table and she has, yeah, right. And she'll be reading her book at night and she has one per night. Mm -hmm. Now she is very, uh, you know, regimented and motivated and has, and has control to just have one, but that's amazing. That's a, a great, a great way to be. And then you still mm -hmm. get your, your little treat and it's just a little treat. I do the exact same thing, except I like dark chocolate. So I have it in my bedside table and my kids are always like, how come you get to have chocolate in your nightside table? And we don't. <laughs> and what do you say? <laughs> None of your business. Yeah. <laughs> Only for mommy. Exactly. Yeah, so it's just nice. Just like you don't have to eat the whole thing. And I think that's where some people can, you know, yeah. it's, it could be hard for some people to have that control is that you can have the thing and you can have, you don't have to restrict yourself, but it's not about eating the whole thing at once. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I have this, the same moments of, you know, a young girl came to the door selling Purdy's chocolate, chocolate bars. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy one of each, but I knew I just put them right in the freezer. And I, and I said, okay, you're going to just have one piece at a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what do you tell people if they're struggling with motivation or discipline or staying, you know, staying like, on the what, path. yeah, like what? One thing I learned years ago was to schedule in myself. So we schedule in work and kids and appointments, but how about scheduling in your workouts for the week? 
so that you on the day when it when it arrives you're not thinking okay well do i have time today okay i do but what should i do what what kind of exercise am i going to do today because sometimes when you're in the moment it's it's hard to figure it out um so i know in advance i put it in my day timer and i write out what i'm going to do on that day and then knowing that i have flexibility so for instance today i was supposed to work out my legs uh, today I worked out lots last week and I feel like my body needs a rest today. So I'm going to just shuffle it and move it to tomorrow and today's a rest day and that's not a big deal. So knowing that you have that now, you can't, you know, not doing that all the time, but, um, most of the time, even in the days you don't feel like working out, if you just start it, mm. fine. Once you like 15 minutes in, if you're still not there, say you're just, you have no energy and you just can't do it. Well, then you, you then listen to those cues, but oftentimes 15 minutes in, you're feeling pretty good and you can continue for your, the rest of your, your work. Yeah. It's about like having a balance between listening to your body and then pushing yourself a little bit to say, okay, if you know, if I'm not feeling, if I'm feeling tired now, maybe the workout will help me feel better. Most of the time it does, like you said, right? Um, most most of the time. time, if I'm feeling tired or sluggish and I jump outside for a run, it invigorates me and I'm ready for the rest of the day. And it can turn around a bad mood quickly too, right? Oh, yes, it sure can. Yeah. And like you said about the appointment, I had this conversation with somebody before, you know, how would it feel, you know, we're, like you said, we were scheduling appointments with people, you know, let's say you schedule an appointment with your boss. Do you cancel an, an appointment with your boss? Obviously, unless it's an emergency. So if you're scheduling a, an appointment for yourself, how does that make you feel when you're canceling on yourself? That just... It, it, it tells yourself that you're not important enough. You're not good enough to show up for that 30 minutes of exercise or exactly whatever it is. So think about it that way, right? Absolutely. You are important enough. Yes. And you're making a commitment to yourself. And I do say, uh, you know, I'm in my, my gym right now. And I say to my family, when I'm in downstairs and I'm working out, leave me alone. Like unless someone's bleeding um, or like it's a massive emergency, you can wait with your question. And if you forget that question by the time I'm done, that's not my problem. So, <laughs> you can wait 45 minutes. That's usually the, the amount of time I work out. You can wait. Yeah. And it's about showing those people that this is my time and I'm important. And this, this my time is important and, Absolutely. Right? and you can wait. Yeah. And yeah. It, it shows, you know, my, you know, when you're working out, you're showing your kids that when they grow up, their time is going to be important to look after themselves. And it just, it has such a ripple effect. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. My son is about to turn 14 and he'll say to me now, uh, things like I need my quiet time mm-hmm. and he's learned that from me. So I'll also, if I need to just decompress in my bedroom, that's, that's my spot where I go then you, you have to leave me alone. And so he'll do that now. And I think that's amazing. And I hope that he continues to do that. Ask for the time. Yeah. Everybody needs that. And we often don't like setting boundaries or telling people this is my time. I need quiet time or I need, you know, exercise or whatever it is. Right. True. We're all guilty of that. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of moms you want to, you're there, you want, you're there for your kids, right? You want to be there for them. Um, it's just learning, figuring out how you can be there for yourself too. Yeah, for sure. And it's tricky. It can be tricky. Yeah, absolutely. But you want to, you want to make it, have a good example for them too, right? Because they're going to carry that. 
carry that on. Yeah. And it's interesting because my mother never said to me, oh, you need to exercise. She never, ever, ever. I just saw it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I took up running and then I got to run with her and then she lifted weights. And that was in the eighties where I don't know, it was a big aerobics phase. Yes. My mother did the same. Yeah. And my mom didn't, I think she took some group fitness, but she was the one over with the the dumbbells doing weight workouts. And then, then my dad built a workout room at home and they bought a set of weights. Mm. So somewhere along the line, she knew resistance training was important. Again, never saying a word to me that I should be Mm. doing it. And then it was when I was about 18, I started working out at spa lady with my friend and that and we totally got into lifting weights we did the aerobics classes too because they were fun and you know cardio but um yeah now that I think about it she just never never made me do anything I just saw it it was just there it was just a part of me growing up well kids don't do what they're told do they no yeah that's the surefire way to get them to go the opposite way (laughs) yeah so they do what they're seeing they're modeling they're modeling I'm doing the same because my parents I was raised my mom you know she did the aerobics classes the group she was very much into the group fitness but she was very much into exercising and proper nutrition and that's obviously you know it's been carried on to me so we we do what we see it's just something that gets ingrained into us I think right we definitely do yeah and I was lucky too. My parents both hiked when I was young. Mm. So uh, hiking was a big part of growing up and that's still exercise, you know, as you're climbing Absolutely. up. The mountain. Um, and we, you know, bike rides. And so we, we definitely were an active family. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to share here that you can help people with or what? For sure. Well, you had, uh, sent a potential question to me that said describe the word health and what yeah and I was going to ask you that so let's get to that now then describe the word health yeah well it came to me as an acronym so um I put h as happy so for me moving every day and eating well it makes me happy and that just ultimately then allows all my relationships to then be happy because whatever I'm giving off, they're feeling. So it, it just trickles into, into everybody. Um, but happy, not just eating and exercise, but having whole authentic relationships as well. Mm-hmm. And figuring out how to have those because they're ultimately, we need them. And uh, we need our people, especially now. Especially now. Yeah. We need our people, yeah. Um, E is for energized. So exercise gives us energy um, and not just physical energy. So if you look at your spiritual energy or your mental energy, who do I want to be in this world? It's a good question to ask yourself. Uh, What kind of energy do I want to put out? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure many, many people, whether they're uh, into energy or not, even those that are not, if they've walked into a grocery store during COVID, and they haven't felt the yuck that we can feel in the grocery store, I'd be shocked. I, it's just, and it was even more so, I think at the beginning of COVID, I, I'm less affected now, but uh, it was, the energy was palpable in many places. So um, how are you contributing to that mm. is, is my question. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the A would be for ascension. So your own personal development, how, how can you continue to grow and 
um, and be a, a better person, whatever that looks like for you. And I think this year is a big one for that, right? We have, we have, we have to sit with ourselves and kind of see what needs to go and what needs to come mm -hmm. in, right? Mm -hmm. I've noticed a lot of, um, it's been a lot of purging mm -hmm. of old beliefs and thoughts and old stuff that's come up that I was like, geez, I thought I dealt with that 10 years ago. Okay, mm -hmm. I need to let that go. Um, and just evaluation of relationships and are they really what you want or are they fantastic? And yes, absolutely, this is what I need. So I put that all under um, that whole personal development ascension for sure. Uh, the L would be longevity. Um, I want to live to be a centenarian personally. So what am I going to do? What do I need to do? And it's all the things. It's, it's the whole mind, body, spirit, the whole holistic look at things. Uh, it's very, very much a part of my life. And then T is for time, consistency. Uh, you know, and it is hard. It's hard to come up with a plan. Never mind implement the plan, especially when you haven't quite figured out where you you fall on the list. But maybe you just start with one day a week. Maybe that's it. And then you build on that. But if it's one or two days a week, one week, and then you wait three weeks and you go back and then it's four weeks and then it's one week, you know, our body doesn't respond and build and get stronger. And that goes for anything, mm -hmm. anything. Uh, so consistency is really, really important. And then the last one is H, habit. So how are you going to make all the things that you need to do for your overall health a habit? And what are those things? What are the things that you like to do? Um, and that's very individual. So for me, meditation is a, is a priority. And it's like my inner self told me for years, Kristen, you need to do this. And I just ignored it, ignored it. And now I can't, I can't function the same way in a day without some form of quiet time. Um, I do best when I can sit for 20 minutes. That's like my very best, but I don't always have that. So, but again, whatever that looks like. And, and then nutrition and exercise are non-negotiable for me, but those are skills I've learned and cultivated from 18 years old. I understand that's not always the case, but it's starting somewhere and being mm. realistic and not beating yourself up if it's only once a week for now. And, for then, now. and then layering in more as you have the capacity. Sometimes, and lots of people don't have the capacity right now. It's just another thing on the list. Um, so giving yourself one day, one day, or five minutes a day, or whatever it looks like, I think would be a great place to start. For sure. And it's about just we're a work in progress, right? It's just about getting better one day at a time, as long as you're getting better, right? Like you yeah. said, you, you have to start somewhere, whether it's five minutes or one hour or one day a week, whatever. But as long as we start somewhere and we keep improving from there, that's all that really matters. And I love what you said about the whole like mind, body, spirit, like it all matters. It's not just one thing, right? It's not just your nutrition or just your exercise. It's all of it, right? And remembering that we're, we all matter and our health matters and our happiness matters and our, all of it matters. We're not, because we're a mom, you know, we can't say we don't matter. We matter and our health matters and, you know, the happier and healthier we are, the more that we can show up to the world, like you said, with the best energy mm -hmm. that we can put out, especially right now. 
the world needs good energy right now. Oh, it really does. We there's enough of the of the negative energy, and so mm. the more of us that can just rise above that and just be whole centered, you know, heart led people, I think will ultimately benefit everyone, mm. including yeah. yourself. We like it's easy to feel. It could be easy to feel crappy with with the way things are. It's it is hard to to choose to live in a um, happy state. I, it's not always, always attainable and just at the tip of my fingers. So on those days I have to dig deep and go, okay. And I go to all my things that mm. I know will build me up. Um, and then I know that I'm just that much better for it. And you have the, you have those tools and you have choices. I'd say, you know, you don't feel well today. You're not happy or whatever it is. You have the tools that you can go to. You have choices that you can make, right. To turn that around so yeah we always have the choice to fix our yeah yeah we do awesome so any closing words uh before we wrap up here that you want to say start small don't if you decide that you're going to start exercising don't look at it as a daunting task oh what i have to work out every day nope you don't be be realistic look at your schedule what realistically can you commit to and if it is only one day a week for now then that's your day and if you're going to do that one day then what are you going to do in that so i'm always going to say resistance training but you can workouts can be a combo of resistance and cardio and they don't even have to be you could do a really fast hard 12 minute workout there's tons of those free online and start there one 12 minute workout a week. If that's, if that's where, where it lands and that's what fits for you and then go from there and don't beat yourself up. Yeah. It's, love it. It's a work in progress. You have to, um, you have to just take the time and, and know that it takes time. Yeah, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and where can people contact you, Kristen, if they want to contact you? They can go to ascendantfitness.com. That's my website. And then my contact information is there. And yeah, if you have any questions at all, I'm happy to just talk to whomever about whatever they need. Awesome. And I'll put your contact contact information in the show notes so people can reach you as as well. Thank thank you you so much for being here and sharing your heart and your passion with us. It's much appreciated. You're welcome. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, and spread the word so more women and moms can take inspired action to show up to the world as the best version of themselves. Let's get healthy together.